Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode seven of Idle Conversations. I'm Mia, and I'm here with Kira. Idle, idle, idle Hello, how are you doing? I'm all right. I feel like this is like a quick fire, speedy episode. I'm going out for like a little, like goodbye dinner I guess with a friend which I'm looking forward to and then Mia you've just got back from some field hockey practices so we're here we're just here to have a fun little quick little chat a little catch we're up here to, for lack of a better word like pump one out um <laughs> I am so I'm gonna talk about myself right now I'm so tired I'm so tired oh my god I'm so tired um I just like feel as if I went from doing nothing like so much of nothing because the last time we recorded was before all my like I was I was gonna say I was like I feel like the last time we recorded because like we pre-recorded like the past like three episodes so I feel like yeah last time we were talking you were in Vancouver and you're not anymore obviously you're in Toronto I kind of I think I might have been in no you were in Toronto I think you were in Vancouver which is crazy no I'm trying to think if I was in Serbia or in Vancouver oh maybe you were in Serbia that's kind of fucked up. No, 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 no. No. I don't know. That's crazy. It doesn't matter. Time is so warped right now, I feel like. like no, I know. So I literally, anyway, so like the, I went from doing a whole lot of nothing and just like me time hanging out to like not having a single second on my own and like having to socialize with everybody and everyone. And it's like, it's just a lot. And I think people can relate to this. Like, I'm sure you understand what it's like too. And I'm not someone who like has an unlimited social battery. We've we've also talked about this before, but I just feel so like physically I'm fine. Like we we're doing a lot of training right now, but that's fine. Also, it's like not even interesting. Like I'm not going to talk about it because I don't care. Like it's, it's, it's just like something I do separate, Mm -hmm. but like, oh my God. Well, it's consuming so much of your life right now. Definitely. Yeah. And I like cannot form a single sentence that's coherent because I'm, my brain is, I, I said this earlier. I was like, I feel like a dried up sponge. That's such a like <laughs> specific image. Like, oh, you know what SpongeBob? You know what SpongeBob when he gets all shriveled up? Like, I feel like that. Oh. And it's not good. But other than that, I moved back. My room was disgusting. I had a guy sublet my room, um, which was like definitely a mistake on my part. Well, no, it was good because I I needed to save the money. Uh-huh. But I'm very particular about people in my space and I and by particular I mean I don't like having people in my space yeah um especially if I don't know them and I'm not comfortable with them and like having some random dude sleep in my bed sorry I really hope he's well, I don't think he even know I, I don't even know what he looks like <laughs> no I'm sure it's fine I'm sure it's fine. um but, but like having some random person in my bedroom like sleeping in my bed is not good so this is so funny I really hope this like doesn't well, I don't, it's, it's kind of funny, whatever. It's okay, it's funny. So I was like, I'm going to get a new mattress because I don't know what went on in there. I would so, too. I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah, and my mattress already was used from the person who lived here before me, but I knew them, so it's fine. Like, it was less weird, but anyway, so I was like, maybe it's time to get a new mattress. Got a nice, the cheapest Ikea mattress, and then I sold mine on Facebook Marketplace, the old one, and it was gone within a day, so. I actually, talking about Facebook Marketplace, I am like I've started packing like or trying to figure out what I'm gonna bring which is like so fun so exciting but at the same time I'm like obviously I can't bring everything that's in my wardrobe here nor do I kind of want to bring everything yeah and so trying to like figure out what I am gonna keep at home what I'm gonna bring with me and then what I can just kind of get rid of yeah I want to try and get like snavvy snavvy but I just made that word up that's not snavvy is that word savvy savvy like, savvy savvy savvy, savvy. <laughs> on, um, on um facebook marketplace like selling clothes can you sell clothes yeah. like yeah you can sell anything i'm so bad at that sort of thing i feel like it's very time consuming no it's facebook marketplace is the easiest thing you just i literally it's i it's the easiest thing ever you just post an item so you like pick what category uh-huh. say i want to sell this water bottle Mm-hmm. I post mm-hmm. it under like kitchen, whatever. Yeah. 
And then you go blue Nalgene water bottle, 10 bucks. And then people message you. And then you're just like, okay, meet me at my house. Like, this is my address. Yeah. They tell you when they tell cash or like e-transfer, whatever. Yeah. It's so easy. I've sold so many things. And the one thing though, is it depends on what you're putting up. Like some things will sell so fast. Like this mattress, I literally put it up and then within three hours, it was like out of my room. Yeah. Um, but then the clothes and stuff is harder unless it's like a cool jacket or like a big item, yeah. like shirts and stuff are not going to sell because people don't really want like cheap tank top kind of things well, no, that like most people thing, get rid of right this yeah no it's true and but the thing is is like oh because i was like looking at the stuff and a lot of it's like a like it's actually quite nice stuff that mm-hmm. like because my biggest like i mean i haven't talked too much about this on this podcast but my um with the whole my like eating disorder my biggest regret is how much shopping i did like i don't understand like why i mean i do understand because at the time i was air quotes like so happy with my body you know like that sort of yeah yeah so I you know was buying clothes and and also I needed clothes to fit me when I was at that smaller size but now I'm not joking I hold up a pair of some of the also like trigger warning if this is like sensitive to anyone but like I'll hold up a pair of jeans and I'm just like I don't know how I fit into them like I my body and for good reasons my body has changed and I've put on weight and so I have so many clothes that are like nice stuff because I bought it in the moment thinking I'm gonna be this size forever and now they don't fit me so I just have all these nice clothes I'm like what am I supposed to do them anyways so I would yeah sorry girl. no I was just gonna say I just I'm struggling to know what to do with them because I don't want to bring them because some of them I can like squeeze myself into but a that's so uncomfortable and be like I don't want to bring them because it leaves that possibility to think that I should go back to that size if that makes sense yeah so, and like obviously your body's constantly changing size so who knows maybe like one day I would I don't know who knows but like I know currently like for my mental health as well like I don't necessarily want them in my wardrobe um anyways so I'm just kind of like what do I do with some of these clothes that are like barely worn Mm -hmm. and like quite nice because yeah at the time I thought like I was creating my new wardrobe for like however many years Uh, that's something I didn't even think about honestly Kira like I I think first of all like really brave of you to like say that um and like recognize and stuff because like obviously we've talked about it so much like off the record yeah um, yeah but yeah I, I I completely didn't even think about that because I remember like you would ask me like during that time you'd like send me a picture of something and be like oh like these pants or these pants and I'd like be like oh those pants yeah yeah the red ones or whatever yeah. and and it didn't even like cross my mind that like oh well hopefully you're not gonna be fitting in these for a lot longer yeah. right like that you want to get obviously and that's it's good because it shows your progress and everything but it's definitely not good to like have the reminder I, I don't think I mean maybe for someone it is but I feel like for most people you wouldn't want to see the like past you that was not in a good spot right yeah and I mean obviously I didn't mean for this episode to go this direction but like another thing is like even just like sizes in general like smalls medium extra smalls like every brand is so different like you could be oh yeah like or like a size like six or like a size 10 or two like I feel like it's so different across all brands so I'm also like struggling right now to like buy clothes and I think I'm not gonna buy anything here and if there's like jeans I need or something I need I'm just gonna get it in Glasgow but Mm -hmm. it's like I just don't even know where to start sometimes with my own like size anyways so going back to packing I'm just like it's making packing somewhat easier actually because I don't have as many clothes to bring and I think I'm just gonna like buy stuff what makes me feel good when I'm over there yeah I think you'll see and it's also kind of nice to think about you're going to be in a whole new city probably there's a lot better options for like vintage and kind of cool pieces that you can start collecting in a city like Glasgow compared to Victoria yeah you know um which I'm really like I'm jealous of you for um someone asked someone today I was talking to someone on my team today uh, and they were like oh how do you guys record no 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 um, and then they're asking about you and like what you were doing. They're like, oh, yeah. what school did she go to? Uh, um, and I was like, oh, actually she's going to Glasgow for ballet. And I felt so like cool saying that. Oh, that's so fun. No, right. it's actually like, it's so funny. Cause some of the people that like do reach out and be like, oh, like I listened to your podcast. Like, like, how do you like meet me at like, or kind of, and it's just like, it's, it's sometimes weird like sometimes I forget that there are people actually like listening but only know one of us like they don't like I kind of just think that everyone knows both of us 
I know I want that I want it to be like that because I want them yeah. to be I want it to be just such like a you know which I feel like it is I feel like we do get that yeah oh for sure for sure like every I feel like everybody who has ever complimented me today like today oh shout you look out. good today though by the way I know you just finished practice so you're probably like what the heck but like your hair looks so like effortlessly like thrown up no I'm not joking oh. like anyways sorry whatever thank you but no um what was I saying oh yeah another person on my team was like oh I was listening to it last night and I was like thanks like we have people I mean albeit only our small little circles but like we're getting there yeah we're getting there slowly but surely we'll the, the numbers will come up oh speaking of whoa speaking of numbers in a fucked up way um this <laughs> reminded me of what you're <laughs> what you're talking about earlier uh-huh. about like clothes and sizing and stuff yeah. just because I thought of it when you're saying it and then I was like oh, I want to bring it up um I kind of well this is not like a new thing at all but you know that saying where it's like oh you should wear the clothes the clothes don't no wait yeah. what is it yeah you don't the clothes don't wear you you wear you the should... clothes the clothes don't clothes don't wear you like yeah. yeah like you're not you're not trying to be smaller mm-hmm. to fit this tank top or to fit this pair of pants and it's so fucked up like I, I think that I, but it's like, how, how else do you do sizing kind of thing? Or like, mm-hmm. how else do you make it easy for someone to identify what pair of pants is going to be best for them? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, something about, and we definitely have talked about this before, maybe even last one, when we talked about like closets and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. fit in clothing is so important. And I think that's something that I'm kind of only realizing like now. Oh, I love this topic because I also like, I, sorry, I just got so excited because I now like when I go into a dressing room, I don't know where I, like, this wasn't my own idea. This is not an original idea. This definitely came from someone else. But what you're saying about like the fit, it's also like some people want to wear something that's oversized. Some people want to wear stuff that's more tight fitting. So that means that maybe if they're quote normal size or is a, is a medium but if they want it to fit differently maybe they're going to wear an extra large or they're going to wear whatever they want to wear and so now when I go into a dressing room to like try something on I think about more like how do I feel in it rather than like what the actual size is obviously what does it look like and stuff but it's like sometimes that slightly bigger size or slightly smaller size it changes completely how that top or pair of pants looks do you know what I mean I agree I think like the amount of times I've, I've, I've taken something, because I, I, I also don't know my sizing at all. Um, I think I have, like, a pretty standard, like, I, 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 fit, I don't have, like, a, I don't have different shapes going. I'm pretty, like, straight down, like, a, a board. Um, and so, like, clothes, I mean, I guess I'm, like, in the privileged position here. Like, clothes usually fit me, like, how they fit on the mannequin, which is, like, maybe that's fucked up. But, like, it, that's how it is like no, for me do you not find your muscles this is so weird but like do you not no, find do. your muscles get in the way of it? <laughs> I know that's so weird but like no in, in, in that sense like I'm not like thin I'm just like I like the side your proportions my... are pretty like I'm proportional standard that, that sounds sense. horrible but yeah I have like yeah yeah so it's not like super difficult so I really feel for people who have like different proportions that don't align with like what is put out all the time which mm-hmm. is also like again so messed up like people need to I mean brands and manufacturers need to start considering these things um that's like a whole other conversation about like sizing and whatever but um that's the one thing like so I can't wear certain pants I'm like these are meant to be loose and they're just not because I have thighs like I have I have muscle and it's like I'm happy with it obviously I'm not insecure about that at all but it's just like certain things don't look good or I think tank tops and stuff I really hate wearing tank tops because I I have like very muscular manly arm and, I'm the and same yeah 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 but also then I think about it and I'm like someone who someone who is like totally been good for this is I think Natasha Ocean or Ocean <gasps> I such an inspiration love her yeah and it, it's like she has so sorry I totally cut you off but she is so like changed not even changed because I always I never was again luckily like I've never been insecure about my body really mm-hmm. um like obviously with take that with a grain of salt like everyone has and like I have I do too insecurities but like I've never been to the point where it's like bad right and so but like seeing her like someone who's so, so just like strong and like she stands out in the sense of like all these fitness girls or whatever don't look like that like they don't she's she's an athlete like built like an athlete and her body's like made to function and 
again, like that looks different on so many different people. And I think she's just been good in the way that she talks about food and the way that she talks about training, just like sports and that kind of like health approach as a whole, like very, very much just like come be comfortable and like, don't overdo it. And it's okay. If you like take a day off, it's okay. If you, whatever, like intuitive, that intuitive, like that's the word. Yeah. And I really like that. And yeah, she's like jacked in the, and that's like, I mean, that is a compliment, like so toned. I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, I want to, and maybe this is like, could be kind of toxic. Like, oh, I want to look like her. But I mean, in the sense, I'm like, oh, like I kind of have a body type that's more similar to hers. And like, she rocks. It's like, why shouldn't I? Why should I be, feel like, oh, because ashamed or whatever, because I'm more muscly and not like a little skinny thing. Kind yeah. Of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I did not expect this episode to go this route, but to keep it like- I kind of like it though. No, I like it too. I like, Natasha's been such a inspiration to me as well. Seeing someone like, Natasha is it's so inspiring to see like her mentality compared to like other people on social media that I feel like it's very like clean like lean and like there is just like it's all about like booty and like abs and it's like I don't know like it's very body specific to what's trending right now when I feel like Natasha isn't trying to have like a trendy body she's just trying to be like a strong healthy woman and it's so much more like inspiring than trying to be sorry I don't mean to like name drop here but like you know like Daisy Keach whatever her TikTok do you know who she is anyway so she popped up on my like YouTube recommended and it was like this weird like booty like workout thing and it was just so like I want to say the word fake but maybe that, that that's but maybe that's being really like that's not a very substantial word like I don't know there's not much to that word but like I don't know it's just so interesting right now how like so, um different workouts go on trends like do you remember when the chloe ting was like trendy even like i think pilates is kind of trendy right now um and like hot was it like hot girl walks or summer yeah just a bunch of like fads kind of thing yeah they're coming and going so quickly that it's like why not try and just i don't know like i don't know where i'm going with this but yeah natasha is just such a like more relatable kind of a relatable lifestyle i feel like that you could achieve and not I don't know I don't know where I'm going with that but yeah no I I agree I think that it's it's weird to see well I I also really liked what you said about how she's not being like oh booty and abs because that's so again that's like kind of also playing into a lot of these um like standards that are pushed onto women you know to have like be thin in the middle and then be a little bit curvy like have them like all these fucked up standards that like common trend cycles as, as well up, aside from being like just put onto women after like years and years of just that being the norm or like being the beauty standard kind of thing right mm-hmm. it's so unrealistic and like you cannot look like that unless you have a certain like makeup genetic of makeup yeah, yeah. yeah genetic makeup or whatever like that's like it's not achievable for everyone that's so normal like I, I love that she that Natasha just emphasizes like working out to feel good and then also I think she's a really good and I, I I don't know maybe it's like weird to say like inspiration for young girls because I think like not I'm, it's not like you should be showing young girls working out and stuff but it's but it's different content to look seeing on TikTok yeah yeah well what I was gonna say it's like it's if someone is gonna be watching a video about like and they want to get into working out that is someone who I would watch because like luckily I know a lot about working out and I kind of understand the mechanics of the body just from like being around athletics for so long but it's like she she is a scientist like she knows what she's talking about I was gonna say facts based versus like these influencers that are yeah they're like claiming to be fitness influencers and all they're like doing is like celery juices and I don't I don't know like it's just I mean I'm being very critical of them and I'm sure like they don't and the thing is is like I don't necessarily think they mean to be doing harm I just don't think they realize how much of an impact they have on girls when they are photoshop some of them I'm not saying all of them but a lot of them probably photoshopping a bit of their photos or even not even photoshop just like angles like how much angles play with when you're posting a photo or like a thumbnail of a video like you shouldn't be working out to try and like well obviously you may be working out to change your body but I guess what I'm trying to say is like to achieve like a body shape I don't know you have to be careful with how you're trying to say it but like 
like an aesthetic yes. almost I don't know or like to achieve the same look as someone else because it's just not possible like it's yeah. it's not I don't know it, it again it's like when you have someone that you're using as a comparison that is doing it because that's what get, like th- for example say like a daisy keach or whatever mm-hmm. I don't know like I literally don't know I just know these names I've seen like the, the no. keach whatever two years yeah, ago when it was yeah, like yeah. and it's like these people are and again, I, I get that we're like, oh, we don't want to be rude or whatever, but it's like, you have to be critical because if you're in a position like there where you have a huge following, the majority of your following is either like young girls or thirsty men kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you have to understand that you have so much reach and like what you do does have an impact. And I also, that's a whole other thing of like, do we hold people on social media accountable for things? Because, which I think no, because I kind of think that people, like you're not there to be an activist for like change and good things. And you're not there, you're not maybe as smart as like a scientist or like a doctor, like you don't, it's not the same, like you're not a professional, but. So the the idea, no, sorry, keep going. Yeah, on the other side, sorry. But on the other side, it's like, you still have to understand, you have to be held accountable for like what you do, obviously, if you make a mistake, um, you have to try and change that. And you have to recognize that what you're doing does have an impact, whether you like to admit it or not. Um, and whether you want to think about it that way or not. Cause like some people are like, oh, it's just not my fault that I have all these followers, whatever. I think that's a really important, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you for one quick second. Mm-hmm. Just like, I think when influencers are able to recognize, say, hey, like I didn't mean to end up in a position where I'm now an influencer, but I know I have an influence. And I think it's those um, people on social media that I am like oh okay like I rather follow because it's like they are aware that yeah maybe they don't want to be an influencer maybe they don't want to be someone's like um icon what's not icon that's not the word like um idol idol yeah they don't want to be someone's idol but you know what I've ended up in this in this position where I know there's people following me and people that are so easily um again not manipulative not um oh what's the word like when someone's easily influenced yeah, you're young, you're manip- you're easily manipulated, you're you're easily influenced. Yeah. yeah. And and it's becoming more and more easy. Like even just on TikTok, like to go kind of back a little bit, like I remember when I was in like the kind of very early stages of my eating thing starting, it was like it was because I was scrolling on TikTok in lockdown, seeing everyone being like, We're in lockdown, let's um, make ourselves the best version of ourselves like let's get in shape when we come out of lockdown like everyone's gonna think we look so good so different like that was kind of the content I was seeing and I like being 17 like being I guess slightly older like not even being 13 or 14 like being 17 was completely um, consumed by this and it changed my life for kind of two years and so I just think it's so interesting how these people are just kind of I don't want to say carelessly putting out content because I know there is thought behind it but do they not people like Daisy sorry don't mean to be like harp on Daisy but like do they not realize just like I just don't know if they are aware of that like are they do you think they're aware okay this is the thing is aware or not I don't think it matters if I mean like if to them that doesn't matter mm-hmm. what matters is that they're putting out content and that they're getting it back kind of thing like they're yeah. they're they're putting out all this shit that gets views that gets comments that gets engagement mm-hmm. because that's how they're making their money that's how they're building their following or whatever mm-hmm. so that's what it is and like I don't really know where I was going with that but that's it like it doesn't matter to them if they're are aware that they have like a reach and that they they can influence young girls or or boys or whoever like is impressionable by impressionable by these things and feels like they need to change their body just to look a certain way it doesn't matter it just matters to them that they're getting views like for all they know like i could if i wanted to i could become one of those instagram big booty influencers and like post videos of me doing squats in my bedroom like at home workout but it's like there's no science behind that that's not going to change the way you look if you're looking to build muscle like Mm -hmm. what i really like going back to natasha is that she she does these things and she emphasizes that it's like she's doing it for herself she's not doing it to look a certain way she's doing it just to feel healthy and like to like set a goal for herself oh i want to be able to do five chin-ups in a row like that's stuff like that it's like very much goal-based and kind of scientific and it's coming from a very healthy spot and I also 
from watching her videos, I know that she had struggled mm-hmm. with like, I think it was like some sort of like addictive nature with working out. Yeah. Which like, I can relate to so much. Yeah. Um, and, and then seeing her now talk about how like, oh, like today I worked out four times or sorry, this week I worked out four times a week and it, and I just, I was going to go another day, but then I kind of just didn't feel like it, like very much see like taking it as it comes and that's super super healthy and I don't know I just really appreciate that in someone who is putting out content that has the potential to reach really Im- young impressionable people mm-hmm. impressionable um, that's the word I wanted to use yeah, yeah 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 right yeah I also there's another um like influencer content creator who you might know her name's Anna Archer you know, don't know her check her out she's a runner well she's a runner now like she's trying to train for like a marathon right now is what she's like working on and her story is so cool because I found her very early on like back in like again like lockdown on TikTok and she basically was going through what she's now admitted to going through like an exercise addiction and like bulimia and she's come forward now and said my my content two years ago was um, so harmful so dangerous because she kind of after she did a year of posting content like that and then completely went off social media for about six to, six to eight months kind of disappeared came back um, basically said I've been off the internet recovering from an exercise addiction and eating disorders and I want to apologize for the content I've been posting and now her job is to post content that's kind of the complete opposite of what she was posting and it's so inspiring because she's just same thing as Natasha it's very um like somewhat like no I don't want to say science because she doesn't have a degree like I think Natasha might have an actual degree I think she she doesn't Anna, and she's closer to our age but it's like yeah taking like she was referencing things like going to the gym and even if you just go to the gym and you just do like 10 push-ups because that's all you had but it felt really good that's okay like you don't I don't know just the way she approaches and her mindset similar to Natasha I just find so much more inspiring and I recommend I think it's Anna Archer I think is her name on Instagram I'll definitely look her up because I she's in Bali right now like training and like running it's she's yeah it's so cool okay see that to me is like so well it's really interesting because I think running is something that a lot of people pick up maybe after they've been in a sport for a really long time and then they kind of still want that like fulfillment that a sport brings you and like running is a sport obviously but people who don't do track I'm saying like yeah. you know they and so a lot of the thing is like when you quit a sport and then like a year after two years after like you're gonna see someone who just quit running a marathon like I, anyway that's kind of unrelated but I I relate to this Anna person because I I don't think it ha- it's like I don't think you would it would be diagnosed as an addiction like that's maybe a bit extreme and like I can't just like self-diagnose it but like I we've talked about this way in like the old the old conversations um about just like how I if I do not work out every day if I do not go on a run every day I I feel bad and I find it really really difficult to be okay with having a day off Mm -hmm. Um, and that is still a problem for me like huge um like the amount of guilt I'll feel oh my god if I if I don't work out oh my god god forbid I don't go on a run one day Mm -hmm. it's it's over like I feel like my day is messed up I can't focus focus on anything else no I remember that feeling yeah 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 and and it's it's bad obviously because I am overworking myself for sure like my body definitely doesn't need to be doing this much like I already do enough right um but another on the flip side it's like mentally I feel so so good if I just go on a run in the morning or go work out in the morning do some sort of something and then I feel so good for the rest of the day and like I I'm set up for like a, a bit of success and that's and again that's also an issue because it's like okay well why does is that the only thing that makes me feel like that right but right now it kind of is the only thing that I found that makes me feel like that it's a, I think it might be a thing of like feeling productive right away mm-hmm. in the day it's like oh I've gotten it out of the way and like now I feel super productive but also there is like the science behind it. I'm pretty sure again not a scientist don't quote me but like the endorphins or whatever that like running and working out kind of release so obviously I feel you feel great you got the hard thing out of the way it's that whole concept of like I don't know if maybe this is a Serbian saying or maybe it's like my dad told it to me in Serbian so I think it's Serbian saying but it's commonly known to everybody but it's I think it's called like you say eating the frog or something so you eat the frog in the morning you get the hard thing out of the way in the morning so like 
do your workout, um, do your homework, do whatever thing that you don't want to do that you would normally procrastinate. Right. And so like, that's good. Yeah. Get it out of the way. I, I like doing all these things in the morning, but do I have to do them every day? No. So it's like, how do I find a balance? I don't know. Going for a run does make you happy. So it makes it so hard to then be like, well, so why wouldn't I go on a run today? Cause I know it makes, it makes me happy, but I think it's being able to be like, do you wake up one morning? And you're like, God, I really don't feel like it. And it's not like, you're not being lazy for not feeling like you don't for feeling like you don't want to go on a run. And that was one thing that I've also had to really work on is it's like, if you decide to read a book instead of do your whatever workout, that's just because that's what you needed in that moment. And that's okay. You're not lazy or you're not like being unproductive. That was one point I have. Another point I have is um going back to your saying about being productive in the morning, because on the other side of it, it's like, for example, for me this morning, I woke up and I like sent some emails right away and like I got into a rhythm and then I was like, oh, I'm ready to like do my Pilates. Like, I think when you're productive in the morning, it gives your day like a pace rather than like when you wake up and like sit on your phone for a bit. And obviously I have days like that, but like you wake up, go on your phone and like it like all of a sudden it's like 12 o'clock and you're like okay now I have to be productive I don't know like it it's harder to get going rather like waking up and just being like let's get to it do you know what I mean oh yeah yeah I I know I that's like something I am a morning person for sure 100 mm-hmm. uh I mean by morning person I say like I wake up at like 6 30 yeah. sometimes and I'm like wow early but that's early enough and I love it because it's, it's quiet in the house I have my it's like pure you time no one else is awake or at least not that I know of um and it's just yeah it's time like during school when I have practices and I'm like obviously I'm reasonable with with myself like I'm not gonna do a double or triple workout in a day like that's ridiculous um but like then I have the mornings to like do my school work to do emails like admin kind of stuff and I love that like I sit here at my little desk and it's dark outside and I get all cozy, I make a coffee, and then I just start working. And I, I really do love that. And then you get it out of the way. So like, I, I agree with the sentiment of like, biting the frog in the morning, the metaphorical frog. Um, but, or eating them, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's such a stupid thing. Anyway, doing the hard stuff. Yeah, works, no. kind of thing. Uh, but with working out and stuff like that, it's so weird. Because I also think that like, and I, we can cut this out if you don't want me to mention it. But like, I think with also with you, whenever we would talk about it, like we both understand that what's going on is not mm-hmm. right. And you, you're, you're able to rationalize in your head. Okay. I don't need to be not eating this or whatever. And like changing yeah. my meals to like, so I can get yeah. smaller or whatever. Um, or I'm like, Oh, I, I, I know I don't need to work out. Like I have all people know I don't need to work out every day. I've, I've been working out for the past 30 years of my yeah. life. You know what I mean? But you still somehow cannot make the it's so it, weird you know our, what I mean you our brains it. are so um so stupid so sometimes but so like mold mal, moldable like um malleable, malleable because it's like I so and it's so it's so frustrating because it's like they're so malleable but like in such a certain way because it was so much easier for me to pick up all of these to train my mind to pick up all these disordered um, actions and things and then to try and chip away and break at them like to sit here now basically kind of two years into recovery and consider myself like I'd say I don't know like 95% recovered it's like it's taken that long but when I was in the worst of my disorder it was only for like I say only I mean it was it was six months like it was quite a short period of my life it's not like it dragged I know for some people it's like they'll be in a disorder for five ten you know create like crazy amounts of time and mine was quite short and I'm grateful that dance kind of pulled me out of it because it was like I wasn't able to do my sport anymore um so it was kind of like a wake-up call but my brain so quickly was just consumed by this voice and you're right there's another voice in your mind that's like that's so wrong like whatever someone I don't I don't know how to make it clear to like the listeners but it's like voice a which is let's say the the bad voice is so loud but voice b knows that like that voice is a voice a is wrong I don't know do you know what I mean but it's I'm just kind of repeating what you're saying but it's just so weird how 
you can so clearly hear these two voices and know which one's right know which one's wrong but how are you able to like get them to understand one another and it, you have these two voices in your head and it's so weird how you can like so hear like clearly hear them but like which one do you listen to how do you listen to both it's so weird I know and it's it just shows that a lot of the times you can't really logic your way out of something that's in your head because it's just again and that is applicable to all sort of illnesses of Mm. the mind like a lot of mental illness is you the ones that are like actually I'm not really qualified to speak on it so I won't but opinion these are all just and all of what we're saying is like just our opinions and coming from personal experience so well, if we're going from personal experience, like for example, like I still do have like tendencies. I don't even know if we've ever talked about this. Wow, we're really letting loose in this episode. I know we're like, this episode isn't going to be deep. We're just going to lightly chat. <laughs> so here I am literally like, we were just opening it all up, but it's okay. I mean, it, yeah. So anyway, what I was going to say, like from personal experience, like I won't get too deep into it because it was honestly like, it's very complicated, but I can, I can say, this is something that pisses me off so much. I'm like, I'm just so OCD. And it's like, no, just because you like to have a neat room does not mean you're OCD. Like I, especially when I was doing um, gymnastics and like it, and I think it's really, really common. It's, it would be super interesting to like properly research this, but I know that it's super common within athletes because it's like, you have a fear of something and then you're going to like act on this fear or act on the, this, like prevent this fear by like, completing compulsions kind of thing right mm-hmm. so I was like super scared of like say oh my god if, if you don't do this you're not gonna make a team or if you don't do this you're gonna I was really scared of like forgetting my routine at a gymnastics competition like that was my huge thing and I think that literally triggered it so hard and so for like I remember the worst of it was when I was in grade eight for a year which now is like so long ago um, but literally for a year like I did not sleep more than like four or five hours which as a 13 how old are you graded like 12 or 13 as a 13 year old who's working out four hours a day doing gymnastics at the time I stayed up so late because I was like opening and closing doors certain amounts of times I was like I had I had a routine that I literally had to do every single night and it would take me so long and if I didn't do it right if it didn't feel right oh I have to lift up this water bottle and put it on the table perfectly a certain amount of times and all my numbers like the the amount of times I would do things would be ridiculous like it would have to be multiples of four um yeah. so it'd be like four eight 16 32 64 like god forbid I'd have to lift open a <laughs> in the middle of the night like 2 a.m when my siblings are sleeping like that's so it's so silly right At, when you look at it like that it's so stupid but it literally consumed my life like I couldn't I couldn't I didn't let myself wear certain things to school I didn't let myself wear like certain outfits or certain shoes certain pants like um, I had certain, this was like certain underwear I could wear on certain days, like really just yeah. like stuff like that is, I guess, kind of smaller, but other things that are huge, like literally that whole thing about me not sleeping for so long, because I, it would take me three hours to get through every single compulsion that I had to do uh-huh. before I could finally rest my eyes and close and go to bed. And, and I, even then, like as a child, I could literally be like this, like I could understand that what I was doing was stupid. And I, I, I was like, you know, the if I open and close this door it's not gonna save me from not making that's the like disorder part like not saying that you had a like I don't want to label you having a disorder because obviously I'm not like professional or anything but it's like that's what the disorder part is and because like to relate a little bit like with my eating it's like I remember sometimes being like I know this isn't normal the fact that I'm freaking out over certain things this isn't normal but why am I like I still get anxious about certain things and I'll be like why am I still getting anxious about this I was like well yeah here because that's the disordered part like yeah so it's like and it's so strong and like obviously like you've said like you've been able to kind of overcome it but it's taken years and you still maybe have little tendency and things but yeah but it's like yeah it's just like it's and you almost don't want to like because you don't want to label yourself and you have to be careful labeling yourself but it's like you don't want to almost admit that it's like a disorder I don't know like because I'm sure part of your younger self was like oh I know this isn't wrong but like for some reason I can't stop it okay well I guess I'll keep doing it like you could have gone to like gone to your mom and said hey I'm doing this at two o'clock in the morning I know this isn't normal like help me but 
you didn't and it's that's the disordered part obviously I have to be careful yeah. with how much I'm saying but yeah no I know when it's it's also like well for me at least I think it's it's embarrassing a bit right like I think uh maybe you can relate with mm-hmm. your thing as well like your thing I say it so casually but like yes. with your yeah, yeah. You can you can relate maybe correct me if I'm wrong but for me it was like embarrassing I'm, I don't want someone to see me like how embarrassing would that be if my mom walks downstairs and sees me opening and closing this door you know what I mean like that I'm keep on using that as an example but like yeah. people are gonna think I literally well I did though people are gonna think I would walk around my house like opening and closing doors but I literally did that like it, it's so fucked yeah so like all these things that we do are like pretty embarrassing mm-hmm. right um in the grand scheme of things being a human and being mm-hmm. alive is so silly and embarrassing but um yeah like you it, it's it's really difficult to go to someone and say it like that's a oh, thing on its own even if you're struggling just like kind of a little bit like oh I'm feeling kind of sad today it's pretty hard for people to go and talk to someone about that mm-hmm. and unless someone notices and they like bring it up and then you're kind of cornered and you have to luckily like I, I can't even remember you know um, yeah for example like my mom was always like you need to get help like this is not okay because mm-hmm. I think she like noticed that I would do weird things mm-hmm. and like as much as you can try and keep it discreet like when you have a child who's going feral around the house, like picking up plates and spinning them and like <laughs> literally just it's so stupid, guys. It's so stupid. But you're gonna notice it and you're gonna be like, oh. And my mom was like, oh, I was kind of like that when I was younger. So she kind of understood, I guess. You need to get help. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And so I never did. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sorry to I'm almost done. I'm like luckily someone who's been able to like reverse psychology myself out of it. Yeah. Um which is also messed up I would I started telling myself I was like hey well if you do act on this compulsion then you're gonna die and so I was like okay well now I can't open and close the door because I don't want to die because I'm like what's worse than dying so like it's really messed up but that's what I did and it kind of worked um please nobody take my advice like get help if you're struggling especially with like OCD like I understand that um and it also, also like manifests so many different ways of people for some people it's like cleanliness for me it was not cleanliness like my room was a mess but like everything had a certain messy spot if that makes sense yeah really weird anyway um where's it going with that oh yeah embarrassment it's kind of hard to get help when you need it yeah right? well and I think going to the embarrassment I have like kind of two things to say and the first thing is like one thing that I don't talk about as much as the like restrictive side is like there's a binge side that comes to like like having anorexia like and I was like medically or as I say it medically clinically diagnosed with anorexia like two years ago and there's a side to that that I have talked so little about and it is the like one o'clock in the morning going up into the pantry and like eating whatever I could find like and that bit that's the really embarrassing bit um and I'm not gonna like talk too much about it like publicly because I honestly haven't shared it with too many people um but there was a side to that and yeah you're embarrassed and that's one side that I um really struggled with kind of like what you said like reverse psychology like I've had to kind of work through myself because that's harder to talk about um and then to talk about another like embarrassing thing is also like how just irrational some of our thoughts are like the other literally the other day like and this is why I say I'm not like 100% recovered or anything because I still have my moments but like the other day when I feel really like change is coming or uncertain or um I just feel uncomfortable or stress like something stressful is happening in my life it I take it out on like how I feel about my body and so like two days I think it was two days ago something I can't I can't remember even remember what it was but something was really stressing me out and all of a sudden I remember looking at myself in the mirror and thinking I am I am massive I'm ginormous like how is it like no no guy's gonna be able to lift me like I'm so big I'm not a ballerina like all these silly thoughts like and I just remember I literally wrote in my journal I was like what am I gonna do how am I gonna be a ballerina and how stupid is that thought how irrational is it and that doesn't mean you need to change your body care. Anyways, that's a whole different tangent. But I just think it is funny how when you kind of come out of your little moment, you're able to realize how irrational the thoughts are and, and it, how it is a bit, how you can feel a bit embarrassed by it, but how you shouldn't feel embarrassed by it because I'm sure there's tons of other people listening to this right now that you know maybe are able to relate to little things we're saying. And some people aren't going to be as strong to to. To, I don't want to say fix themselves but like to mend whatever issues they're going through and it's like you should be able to reach out to someone but it is so difficult when some things are still kind of 
taboo and and not talked about as much yeah I first off yeah like I I even had no idea about that part um so like like I this is like not related to what you said at all but I just am so like obviously proud thank you um of like how far you've come because it's like whatever I'm I would like I could gush about it for like so long because it is like it's obviously something that like was so so difficult and is still so difficult for you and it's like you're I think what you're doing now is like you're using what you've gone through like for something really Mm -hmm. good um and like whether it's you know helping one person you don't obviously you're not obligated to talk about it Mm -hmm. right um but like if you ever feel comfortable enough like you are helping Mm -hmm. people um anyway that aside like love you very proud of you Um, I'm glad you're not opening and closing doors anymore so I'm proud of you as well thank you right but oh this is what I was gonna say yeah thank god that'll be so embarrassing um like I would I would never be able to find a place to live people no one would remember me this episode is kind of like really good (laughs) I feel like when we're spontaneous we get our best episode oh I know like never okay with us never plan anything but basically what I was gonna say is that I think like um yeah obviously you should never feel embarrassed like I say oh like these things are so embarrassing because it's like in your head they're embarrassing to the point where it's like you don't want to talk to them um talk to someone about them and maybe it's attached to the embarrassment and I think you've spoken about this to me before maybe not on the podcast like afraid to show kind of vulnerability and like um weak almost I think and like so if you come forward and say I have this going on in my life you're so vulnerable all of a sudden and if you have if you're known as being the strong tough girl that doesn't cry or is super strong it's so hard to all of a sudden be like actually like I'm going through this like help like it's so hard for someone that's so tough to break down that shield and and ask for help like yeah especially for me like I'm not an emotional person at all um mm. it's kind of messed up I think um, oh, I genuinely don't I can count on my hands like not even how many times I've seen you cry I don't think you have I think I've seen you once cry. It was back when when your school was really bad, like your first year or second year. Oh, I can't even. It was like, it was like the tiniest bit. And to be fair, I don't even know if I'd consider it crying. But like my whole life I've known you, which I've literally known you my whole life. You're right. I don't think I've seen you cry properly. That's fucked. I've, if if I can share, I've seen you cry my fair share of times and like rightfully. Oh, for sure. You know? But I, I'm an emotional girl. I cry lit. Yeah. But that's good. Like, that's good. I am such a, I'm bottled. I bottle up everything. And like, I don't really talk to people about it. Like I was, Steph and I have this joke where I was like, how are you? And it's like finger gun up because we find it so hard to like share things with each other. And it's like, that's so fucking, like, I don't know. I think I, it's, it's funny because it's like having two friends like we're, who both find it difficult is just like really not it's just funny but like with me and you I think it works because you're pretty open. I'm quite open mm-hmm. yeah and so like I like I'm really open I'm not gonna hide anything I'm, I say things as it is like I'm honest and stuff like that but when it pertains to me myself like if I'm not doing well I'm not likely to share that because not even that I think it's weak like I don't I don't really think that maybe deep down like it's subconscious and like I, I do but I just don't realize it it's more so like I just I I feel like I need to stick well I guess that yeah but I do think it's because I feel like I need to stick to this like persona of Mia like mm-hmm. me as tough and me as them like you know that like I, I don't know I'm like making yeah yeah no I know <laughs> but like because that's what people in my that's like what I think people see me as and maybe they don't at all like but in over the course of my life like I've been told of these things like oh you're so tough you're such a tough like hard worker tough uh, all these things and it's like I am those things, but just because you open up about something and say that you're struggling doesn't make you not those things. If anything, it makes you stronger for being able to say something that's difficult to say. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, completely. Like, I think also, like, it's also another thing, yeah, when kind of like, I'm just going to repeat what you said for a second, but it's kind of like, wait, what you're saying about like how when it kind of becomes attached to your personality a bit, it can, like most things, it can be hard to kind of, let go and then because then it can kind of then you kind of ask yourself and be like oh that so wasn't me and it's like what like what does that even sorry 
got a little email. Uh, it's like what does well, like what does that even mean? Like I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, I I do think it's interesting though how people can be so different with how they share their like emotions. Like I feel like we're on very different spectrums, which is good. Yeah, on the spectrum of emotions, we are on opposite ends. I don't know. I feel like we could. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to wrap this one up because I feel like okay. First off, you need to go, but we could I could there's so many things that we could talk about in this whole I don't even know like umbrella of topics uh yeah yeah. I I don't know I just first off we're gonna have to put like a ton of trigger warnings on this because like we actually end up going pretty deep and dark which is which is okay and I think people maybe will enjoy listening to it of course like we'll put everything in the bio just so no one's shocked Mm -hmm. but I know us thinking this was going to be like a back to school little episode and it's turned into something completely different I do still want to do an episode like talking about like first impressions and like oh yeah making friends like back to school but yeah for this episode I think it was just really nice just like casually kind of talk about like the best way to talk about emotions and ask them what we've been through is in a casual manner in a casual way and I feel like we've done that this episode I I feel like we did a really good job I mean again it's it's really fucked up to say but like it's nice that it's our own personal experiences that we're talking about because it's it is so unique to you and no one can no one can like put that past you right it's like this is your experience so you're the one who gets to share and you're the one who gets to talk about it and like how much you share how little you share whatever is up to you and so I don't know I'm, I'm really glad that we ended up talking about these things because like it is nice and it, it does feel better like I, I feel I came back home from practice I was like I'm in such a shit mood no 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 I say this every time but like now I'm like, although we talked about something that's like pretty serious and doesn't relate to like me feeling happy, obviously, but it, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I just feel better. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I agree. Like, I feel very light right now. That's the way I can describe it. And I'm, yeah, no, I was very grateful for this chat. I thought it was great. Yeah. I feel like I feel, I'm just going to keep on echoing what you're saying, but yeah, let's wrap this one up. Thank you, everybody, uh, for listening. We'll chat with you next week. Yeah. This is episode seven. Okay. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Idol, idol, idol. Conversation. Conversation.